You know, whether it's the Sopranos or us starting the show with this, I love it. That's all I'm saying. In any case, welcome to the family of the Tom Bernard podcast with... Bum Thumb Alex. <laughs> Co-host Catherine Brandt. And Andy Brant Bernard. Nice thumb. Bum Thumb. Bum Thumb. Um, I don't know. Gross. Maybe in Scotland that would mean something else. I'm not sure. That's where Dave Schrader is, by the way. Yeah, he's in Scotland. Uh, oh. The entire week, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Yeah, think bum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right mm-hmm. across the board, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. Busted thumb. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know, And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J.Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Wow, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. I know we're going to have a guest in a couple of minutes, so I want to run something by all of you guys. Oh, you got cameras on, Andy? That's good. Oh, great. Going to try them out. Well, it looks good from here so far. All I know is this lighting is horrendous. We could change the lighting. No, we, we need, need, we need some like of those up lights so it's not like oh, everybody's got a long the, nose and dark the eight people that are going to look at this so <laughs> we're going global are we going global we're going oh, global we're going to get a lot more people watching this when when gemini 13 is now selling well, it so it's, it's not streamed it, on video global. oh we're using yeah, it for we're not clips video it's for clips, clips on like mm-hmm. instagram or whatever yeah oh, so little somebody sneezes 10 15 <laughs> second clips we can put on instagram or oh something. Well, I stories i can't exactly. really talk directly about it too much but uh there are a couple of different owners and a couple of different markets that are going to work together to uh produce they want me to do another podcast for a morning deal and then use this podcast as an afternoon deal and then so i you know we get i would i'm so late today because i was on the phone with with three different markets uh in radio talking about using podcasting for radio look the future you have to understand something 
the future. Small now. markets, <laughs> small markets, and media markets still need live radio. They love live radio. They need it because it has local content, which they're not going to get much of anywhere else. So local TV and local radio still do really well in medium markets and small markets. Large market radio has got major problems. It just does, <clears throat> you know. So uh, they're looking at the future, and, and this show is a huge part of that. So that's really nice to see. We are part of Gemini 13, now Charles Steinhauer. Uh, Mike McVeigh, of course, I think the world of Mike. He's a, he's a great friend. I worked with him at Cumulus. He's one of a couple of people that I left really, really enjoying, having a, a nice relationship with, which I, I really like. But you know what's really funny? Today, I got a call from Scott Jameson. Hey, I saw the promo for the thing they're doing on Channel 5 for you tonight. It still says you're retiring. Why are they saying that? I said, it'll be fine. They worked it out. We uh, have Sam on the phone. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam J. Jones with us, currently starring in the movie An Unlikely Angel, streaming on Pure Flicks. Uh, yeah, this is so it's 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 cook. Well, you know what I'd like to do at this point, Sam J. Jones, is stop talking, and I want to hear all about An Unlikely Angel. What's the latest, Sam? Oh, it's wonderful. Hey, uh, first of all, thank you for having me, Tom. Um, you want me on speaker or not? Whatever you want. Does it sound good the way it is, Andy? I don't know. It sounds okay right now. It sounds good. Okay. Yeah, just let me know. Yeah, hey, great. Um, uh, really excited about doing your show. An unlikely angel, yes. Uh, for, uh, it's on Pure Flicks. And I, I played the, uh, the dad quite a bit, but also in this I get to play the dad and the granddad, the grandfather. So very excited about it. It's a, it's a great story. Um, uh, Rebecca Rogers wrote it, and uh, Darrell Nelson directed it. And uh, yes, it's faith-based, but it also has some pretty uh, surprising, shocking twists. It's got all the, of course, it's got the redeeming qualities. But as we watch it, uh, it's going to cause every one of us to, to sort of uh, self-analyze, to self-evaluate our own lives about we all need to work. Uh, you're working now. I'm working, and so how do we how do we bring provision in the house? Manage that when we have young children, and that seems to be a big big dilemma with all of us, especially you know giving quality time to our kids. So that that's what this this is uh, this addresses that. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I I really enjoy doing it, and it seems to be doing very well right now. Well, I'm glad to hear that, Sam, by, by coincidence, I guess. Well, maybe not even a coincidence. I also do a, a, a local talk show in the market. I've been doing it for 36 years. And um, <clears throat> we had Lucas Black on this morning, and Lucas is uh, doing a movie right now uh, where he's the father, there's a wife, there are two children, and it, the, the focus, and it is a bit faith-based as well, which I, you know, I still don't understand. Well, as soon as you bring up faith-based, somebody goes, oh, I don't know, I want to. That's not the issue. I told, I talked to Lucas, and I'll tell Sam J. Jones, I will tell you, Sam, uh, I do this show with my wife, our son, and our daughter for a reason, because I love them dearly, and I love spending time with them. It's kind of like what Lucas was talking about, what you're talking about. I think with all the the flat-out hatred we're going through right now of one another, it's time to step up and go, you know what, I got this wonderful family, I got great friends, I don't hate anybody, you know? Yeah, right. 
Yeah, I, uh, yeah, I've been fasting political news for two years. Now, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. News fast. Oh, I like that. Sam a lot. Been, Sam has been fasting. <clears throat> my wife, my wife caught me watching my political, my news channel that represents my political party, and she found me screaming at them. And she turned to me and she said, "Oh." Hatred hates no matter who you voted for. <laughs> That's right. I said, I said, you're right, honey. I'm done. I'm at. So you know what? So here's what happened to me. I'll make it brief. So I decided no longer, no longer am I going to, you know, lay my life down for my political party. It's not about that anymore. Right. Based on what you just right. said yep. about the, the hatred and everybody's been, you know, busted down. Uh, People, we, we need to build each other up. So now my prayer, especially in politics, is God. I don't care what political party that they belong to, but raise up some men and women with integrity whose yes will be yes and no will be no, and eliminate all the deception and nonsense. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's my prayer now, and, and, it's, uh, and hopefully this is what happens. Sam, here's a good one for you. <clears throat> There's a stat that came out in the Star Tribune, which is the big local newspaper here in Minneapolis-St. Paul. They put a stat out that said that 54%, 54% of Minnesotans think that crime has risen lately. How is that number not 100%? Yeah. How do 40, 44% or whatever it is, uh, 50, excuse me, 46% of people not see that crime is at an all-time high. How do they not see that, Sam? Because they're not taking a news fast. Because <laughs> they're not taking a news fast. They're getting talked into it. Yeah, because, Tom, what you just said, they use that vernacular, I, uh, they think, I think. Well, it's not about thinking, it's about following the facts. And the facts are, yeah, crime is out of control. So that's why it, it requires us just to uh, it's pray and stop arguing our opinion. Yeah, you know, I agree. Stop, let's stop arguing our opinion. Our opinion means nothing. It's it's let's let's base. We have, we all have to have a foundation. Otherwise, anything goes. So let, let's just let's keep it in the old days. I, I love uh, Tom. I love proverbs. The, the old the old proverbs. I absolutely love it. Uh, I guess it's the Marine in me, you know, it's, uh, there's <laughs> yes. no great area when it comes to the old wise tales, the old proverbs. It's either, it's either good or it's bad, but there's no great area. That's all eliminated. So that's, that's um, really how I look at things right now. But we have to move forward, build each other up. Yeah, I like agree. 20, my gosh. Yes. And uh, faith-based, yes, but I think all films should have some type of faith in it. We just don't need to be using the F word 12 times in one sentence. Okay? I mean, come on. Yeah. God gave you a brain, young man. Okay, stop stop going along with the crowd. Use a different word than that. And, and look, I understand using it. If it, Sometimes if, if someone's in a state of emergency, you might have to knock them up, you know, if the house is on fire or whatever, while you're shouting prayers and asking God for help, maybe it requires slap them upside the head, maybe use the F word once, but <laughs> just get over. Uh, yeah, we need to get back to common sense, practical thinking, Tom. 
Yeah, that I, would I, be nice. I read a story about a teacher who said that she's got these first graders, second graders coming in. They can't read. They can't do any math. Right. They really are so far behind um, due to the pandemic and all that stuff. But they know all the explicit lyrics to Cardi B songs. Of course. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Boy, Tom, your voice just changed. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is Catherine speaking. Yeah, yeah, that's a much better voice when I talk in Catherine's voice. Yeah, no doubt you work for me now. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's unfortunate. I'm a, I'm a dad. But we have five kids and six grandkids. And um, let me tell you, for all you listeners out there, this is not abuse. Uh, but, but my mother, I'm 68. So in the 60s, the early 60s, mid-60s, if I use a bad word, especially being disrespectful to my mom or my dad oh, or to yeah. any of them, <laughs> listen, you know what she do? Uh, she would grab me, take a bar of soap, and wash out my mouth with a bar of soap. So guess how many times she had to do that in my life? Twelve? One time, no. one time only, <laughs> and I never, I never spoke a negative, nasty word to any adult ever again. So that's a, yeah, I mean, that's and, something to strive uh, for. That's great. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah. It's, there, there's no abuse. You just go in there and your mouth is washed out. You're nasty. Your nasty, dirty mouth is now clean. <laughs> now, sometimes the, sometimes the soap did get stuck up in your gums, so you really had to, didn't have dental floss back then. So you had to, you really had to wash it out quick. Okay. <laughs> The only thing that amazes me about this argument, Sam, is the fact that that um, I grew up Roman Catholic. I was a nice Catholic boy, enjoyed it. My mother loved it and all the rest of it. And I've never understood, uh, if you want to break it down, if God and the devil to you becomes good and evil, I, I what is the problem with me? Why wouldn't you want to celebrate goodness? God is just a shortened version of the word good. Why is that a problem? Yeah, you know, I, I I have a I have a good friend. Um, he's a lead actor on a hit show, and uh, he 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 has what you're talking to. Me, he has this great answer. Um, a lot of people want to talk politics to him, and he says, "Okay, I'd be more than happy to." But we both have there's a criteria, there's a guideline, there's rules, two rules we have to follow. They say, "Great, yeah, yeah, yeah." Okay, what is it? The first one is. We both agree that we are flawed human beings. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, half the time, you'd be shocked. Half the people right there say, well, wait a minute, I'm not a flawed human being. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that, that ends the conversation. Number The people that say, okay, I do agree. The, the next rule is we both agree that God is supreme over both of us. Guess what? 90% of the time, the people say, no, not only do I... Uh, I, not only am I not flawed, but I do not agree that God is supreme over me. So guess what? There's no conversation. It can't be. There, can, there cannot be a conversation because it's putting it's putting this person who says, no, I'm not, up, way up above us, and we're down here on an unlevel playing field. So that, that's, there has to be good has to be defined as good. Bad has to be defined as bad. Yeah. But imagine fostering yourself with a mindset of I'm not flawed and God is not supreme over me. That means anything goes. Yeah, you don't need that. 
Well, I will tell you something, Sam. Uh, you were just talking about having, what would you say, five, six grandchildren? Catherine and I have three. Andy uh, has a son, and Alex has a daughter and a son. They're six and four. Andy's son is about to turn one. And I told the six and four-year-old a couple of weeks ago, and I felt the same way the first Catherine time Catherine ever told me she loved me. When Andy and Alex were children, they told me they loved me. It meant the world to me. And now... When my grandchildren, and, and, you know, obviously Ethan's not old enough to do it yet, but Fawny and Sage are, and I told them, you know how much it means to me, how good it makes me feel when you tell me you love me? And they just, they, they were so sweet about it. They understood exactly what I was saying. This is a six and four-year-old can understand, but for some reason grown adults can't understand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, the, 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 the children, the, the children, are, they tell them like it is. They, they do. They really tell them like it is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, my, 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 my daughter, who's my oldest daughter, who's 30, 37, 30, yeah, 30, almost 37, um, when she was three, three years old, my Aunt Nancy came to visit us. She never met Aunt Nancy. Aunt Nancy was a large woman. She weighed in about 400 pounds. Okay. So when my little when my little daughter looked at her, she said, "Hi, Aunt Nancy, is that a baby in your belly, or are you just fat?" Oh dear! <laughs> How old is she now? When she said that? Oh, she's thirty-seven. She said that when she was three and a half or four. Yeah, yeah four-year-olds are pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No tact. They don't mean any ill will by no. that. No, just, you know, no. They're just. You know, they, they just tell it like it is. Uh, it's just a. And my wife's been a was a special ed teacher for twenty years, and special ed children they tell it like it is too. They, yep. There's no matter of fact. I believe that their heart is probably more pure than any human being I've ever met in my life, and they just tell it like it is. You know, they don't mean to put you down or degrade. They're just looking at you, and this is the truth. You know. No, that's exactly it. I do want to read a little bit about the movie, Sam, so we don't get off too far off talking. I love talking about all these things because yeah. just to have someone talking about, you know what, I appreciate you human being to human being. I'd like to hear that once in a while now. You don't hear that very often anymore. Um, an Unlikely Angel is a heartwarming story about a successful New York City toy executive, Janie Caswell, played by Murray, of course. Um, who faces her biggest challenge yet, being a mom. Although she is fully in control in the boardroom, she is a complete wreck at the thought of becoming a mom. She is afraid she will get it all wrong, or worse, get it right, and then suffer the same illness that took her mom away from her so early in life. Through an answer to a prayer and the help of a New York cabbie angel, Robert Amaya, Janie gets a chance to see what her life could be in the future. Janie realizes that the baby... Years go by fast, and childhood is too precious a time to waste. Janie is miraculously offered the chance of a do-over and relishes every moment of being a wife and a new mom. See, now, there's a very good story here. That's a great story, don't you think? Oh, yes, it's, it's, it's wonderful. And, and we, you know, we all need divine intervention. And sometimes we pray. Uh, uh, we should pray a lot, number one, but... When we pray, sometimes uh, yes, that is that is answered. A lot of times, perhaps with me in my past, a lot of times I didn't pray for intervention, and God opened a little window or a door right in front of me. And if my mind was somewhat clear, 
I can see that divine intervention and, uh, and that opportunity and take advantage of it. And that's what happens here with divine intervention. But we have to be, we can't be so down, our head can't be so low that we can't see what's before us, in front of us, especially w- when God presents that to us. And this is presented to her. And, and even at that point, uh, thank God we have a free will. So we still have to choose. And uh, yeah. She goes very well, but again, there there were some twists and turns, and I don't want to I don't want to give any spoilers. That is right. really quite deep um, uh, in, in the story. But yeah, it's uh, it is it's uh, it's wonderful, and we all need this. We we all we all need to to be part of this uh, to sit there and watch this story and be transported. And again, it's going to help us to reevaluate our own lives about our choices and and the things that are set before us. We all look at a lot of things as challenges and adversity. Uh, but guess what? Uh, a lot of that, I'm talking about me and my failures, a lot of that is self-induced. Okay, it really is, okay? Mm-hmm. Or we just turn a, a, well, to turn a little molehill into a mountain where, where we don't have to. No, that does make sense. I do. I do have to mention to our listeners, uh, and obviously uh, Andy and Catherine and Alex are in studio here. Sam J. Jones is best known as the lead Flash Gordon in the 1980 uh, uh, offering from Dino De Laurentiis. It's a cult classic film of the same name. And Sam, you beat out a pretty a couple of pretty good actors for that role, if I remember correctly. Is that not right? Yeah, I mean that's what I was told. I mean when I. When I auditioned for Dino De Laurentiis, it went on for eight months, maybe more. So I didn't really know what was going on until years later. But yeah, evidently Kurt Russell and Arnold Wachford. And um, but there was a lot of uh, non-disclosure, confidentiality, hush hush in the whole auditioning process. You know, park in this parking lot, not that one. Enter through that door, not that one. And exit through this door, not that one. And it's quite remarkable, you know. It's, yeah, we, we had to we had to protect everything. You well, know, it's uh, so amazing. You must be very proud of that, though, beating out Kurt Russell and Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's no mean task. That's a that's a big deal. Well, yeah, yeah you know, I, I never looked. I, mean, I know it sounds crazy. I I tell people who don't know me, never heard of me, or I say, "Well, who are you? What do you do?" I said, "Well, I've been a country boy for sixty-eight years. I've been a marine." a Marine for 50 years. I've only been an actor for 45 years. So what does that mean? I, I, I base everything on those, on those first two sort of skill sets or characteristics. So when I walk into an audition, even back then, I never looked at that. I, and it's not arrogant. I never looked at it as my competition. I always thought, well, if the producers want Kurt or Arnold, they, that's who they want. If they want me, then so be it. But I, I did know that I am to be, when I walk into that room to meet everybody, I'm to be better prepared than anybody else. That was my thinking. I never thought, oh, gosh, look, Arnold's up. Oh, my gosh, Kurt Russell's. I, ne- I never, I never, uh, even to this day. And, again, it's not arrogance. It's just I'm not going to let that dictate to me uh, my day-to-day behavior. Oh, so-and-so beat me out. Oh, my gosh, i got to get this wrong. I'm going to die. Oh, my gosh. No, we got to get away from that stuff. We have to get away from that. That's why I never read my press. Uh, because if if you guys, what you're doing now, are building me up in the movie in a in a positive way, which is wonderful, 
well, you also have the authority uh, to, to break me down in your critiques and in your... I don't mean you, you. I'm talking about critics yeah, and press. Right. So if you follow all that and say, oh, they, they told me I was horrible, uh, and if I believe that, what do you think that's going to do to me? So I, I think we, no matter what industry we're in, we have to get away from that. We just show up at our job with a spirit of excellence, being better prepared than anybody else, and then just take it, give it to God and take it from there. Yeah, I think that's very, very smart. That's that's really, really smart. I, I just, I did not know this about you, Sam J. Jones, but I just learned this is fantastic. To supplement his income, Jones began modeling starting in 1975. He appeared uh, in uh, Playgirl magazine. What do you, huh? Sam J. Jones, all the women, did they all the women well, go wild? <laughs> did they go wild? Well, you know, one of my heroes uh, back then was um, Burt Reynolds. He right. really had a big impact on me and the sure. movies he did. And he posed, and he posed for Cosmopolitan back then. I thought, well, wait a minute. I remember. I, mean, I, had, I had John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, um, and, and, and then, of course, uh, Burt Reynolds. And when Burt Reynolds posed um, for Cosmo, I thought, well, wait a minute. If he can do that, then by, by golly... Uh, and then I could do that. And, you know, I did it because it was money. It was, uh, but it never really hurt me or helped me. It surely never got me, it never got me flash forward near any movies. It was all about, um, you know, again, showing up for your audition and being uh, totally prepared with the script and the story and all that. But, yeah, I, I don't regret doing it. Um, no. Yeah, I did it. That was back then. Um, but yeah, it was, it was wonderful. Well, Sam, it reminded me, and the reason I even brought it up in the first place, uh, the reason I brought it up is because Burt Reynolds was on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson after he did that Cosmo uh, appearance where he put his hand in front of his nether region, I guess is the best way to put it. So he had his hand covering his, his genitalia, and Johnny Carson had the greatest line of all. He said, Bert, I don't know if you know this or not, but they came to me first to do that uh, nude shot for Cosmopolitan, but they couldn't find a catcher's mitt. <laughs> okay. Johnny. Oh, I got it. That's funny. Oh, isn't that a great line? That's a wonderful line. Um, so when, where can people catch the movie again? Uh, I think it's a magnificent idea. And by the way, Sam, I really like talking to people like you because you're, first of all, thank you for your service in the United States Marine Corps. Uh, no question about that. But I, I just love the fact that, that you, have such a, you have such a good attitude. What's that? Well, good, yeah. You know, I, I can only give people my, my failures and my successes. And as men, if... if if men, if we're going to reach other men, we have to be transparent. Now, we have to be careful what we what we share with other people outside our so-called inner circle. Mm-hmm. But if it's if basically known uh, public failures, et cetera, et cetera, I mean, I get into some personal stuff, too, especially in the uh, documentary I did called Life After Flash. But, um, yeah, um, this movie, An Unlikely Angel, on Pure Flix, it's uplifting. It causes us to re-examine our choices in life and help us to prioritize uh, and manage everything that we're faced with, especially when it comes to uh, our family and, and, and our jobs. Yeah, it's, uh, it's wonderful. 
It is a wonderful thing. An unlikely angel streaming on PureFlex right now, ladies and gentlemen. Sam J. Jones, thank you so much for your time, sir. Your great interview. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Have a good day. Sam J. Jones, ladies and gentlemen. An unlikely angel, the name of the movie. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. I tell you what, that uh, fellow when he was a young man, well, he's, I mean, he's 60, what do you say, 68 now? Mm-hmm. 60, yeah, I think. I think he said 68. He looked like a professional athlete, man. He was put there well, very... He was trying to be, I read his bio a little bit. He, he was trying to play football. For Seattle. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yep. So he was, he was that large where he could play football. Well, he's a big fella. He's a very muscular guy, and he just seems—he just seems like such a nice man. Flash Gordon. Flash mm-hmm. Gordon, baby. So, what else is happening? I don't know. What's going on? You're busy making lists of what is this over here? I always make a list. She has a hold on. <clears throat> I got to run down. Can you save your list? I got to run down the hall one quick second. I'll be right back. Okay. The schmooze, but okay. I want to hear your list. Don't do I, your list while I was going. The list isn't oh. that thrilling. Why can't this we? Is... We'll just do the list. Oh, God. You can't wait. We're going to leave you out it's of just, all the fun time. It's just my week. Oh. It's all. It's like I always schedule. write down, like, okay. each day what I'm doing because I always do many, many things. And so it helps me to oh. write it down and see it and what we're having for dinner that night so I can kind of, like, you don't like use tonight. your calendar on your phone? No, I need to write it down. Oh, okay. I always use my calendar. I mean, I have a cal- I have everything in my phone on my calendar. It's all in there, but I need to like write it down to make it feel less. Is this part of your ADHD recovery? It's not recovery. <laughs> I will always have ADHD. I know. Um, no, Trust it, it, me. It helps me. A, it helps me a lot to just write it out and see it on one page because. In my phone, it's like, yes, it's a good reminder of, like, what's happening and when. But I don't know. For some reason. And I do usually do it every Monday at the podcast, but I wasn't here on Monday. But it's like today. <clears throat> Fawn had, or they, they had school. Dan takes them to school. I worked out, got ready, came here. I go home, eat lunch, take Sage to gymnastics. We're going to a park for a play date. Then we have to go from the play date and we have to get Fawn. And then we Fawn has a play date after school. Oh. And so we're going to do that, go home, 
Dan's going to have made dinner, eat dinner. My friend Dane is coming over. We're doing something. Well, we want to talk about so that. So it's just like, well, not with Dad not here. Why? Because he would have. Well, he said he's going to be right back. Input. Yeah. We can talk about it when he gets back. Oh, anyway. Fine. And then, yeah. And then maybe after the kids go to bed, Michael might be coming over to watch a movie. So it's Michael? Just like, I haven't heard about him in a while. Yeah, he was he's in, been very busy. He was in moving. New York for, he was moving. And then he was in New York for 11 days for a wedding. But yeah, and then tomorrow, Thursday's really busy. Like every day, I do a lot of things. Yeah. I'm a busy lady. And so, Two kids which I will love. do that. Yep. It's not even the kids. Like a lot of stuff is just me. When the kids aren't in school, I'm doing all different. Like tomorrow morning, the kids are both in school, but I am volunteering in Fawn's classroom, and then I go home, and then I work out and shower, and then I go get Sage, and then, you know. Yeah. It's a lot of coming and going. <clears throat> a lot of coming and going, which I love. It's like, that's the way I like to live my life. But it's nice to just see it written down. Makes it I, feel more. My greatest thing is when I set the reminders for my calendar and it dings the mm -hmm. day before mm -hmm. to, I have to remind me to look at the calendar. <laughs> I have to do that with certain things. Like today was supposed to be picture day for the kids. And that's something that I'm like, I could easily forget that. Absolutely. And so I have it set for a day before and then an hour before Oh. on most things. And like appointments that I'm like, it normally wouldn't even be in my brain. Yeah, my um, migraine appointment. Three and a half months before I can get in. Really? Oh, yeah. Three and a half months. How am it. I going to remember that unless I send a, mm -hmm. set a reminder mm -hmm. ding? You know? It's just no way. Yep, I know. So, yeah. I yeah, I do that with certain things. But Picture Day got canceled because the person is no longer. They quit. Oh. What do you so mean, who quit? No, it's in October. The Apparently photographer? the photographer. The photographer for Picture Day for the kids' school. They were supposed to have Picture Day today. How do you but quit? But now it's moved to October because the photographer quit. I mean, why would you quit photography if that's what you love to do? I'm sure they are still doing photography, maybe with a different company, maybe on their own. A lot of photographers, their main goal is to work for themselves. That's true. That's true. So, I mean, you know, Godspeed. I hope they find their bliss. But now the kids picture days moved to October, but I had to set an a reminder ding the day before, and I think I said it for like two hours before, because I'm like, okay, Fawn probably shouldn't wear her hair in a ponytail. I know. It's... On picture day, because then it just like, you know, whatever, yeah. but I'm not going to make her do anything or wear anything specific, no. but I know they have to pick the backgrounds mm -hmm. of what they want, and so it's like the clothes can't blend in. Oh. To the background. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because last year, Sage wore a blue shirt and then had a blue background, and so it's just very blue. Oh. So I'll just be like, wear anything you want, just not this color. Okay. Or whatever. Anyway. So do you want to talk about your new project? Oh, my gosh. You're starting? A we'll she has see. a new project. We'll see. I potentially. No, I am. I should just I'm doing it. I I've, potentially. My friend Dana and I are starting our own podcast. Um, and average mom? Gonna, no. Because I don't want it to be, I realized, I do not want it. I want to do my own podcast because I'm good at talking. But I don't want it to be. <laughs> oh, well. Well, I talk a lot. I don't want it to be um, interview-based. makes it too complicated. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
So, because when I was like, oh, I'll do my own podcast, it was strictly interview-based, and then it was like COVID happened, and it was I was trying to get people to come to my basement and interview them. And it was really fun, but it was just too... Not happening? No. And so now it's just my friend Dana, who lives in Minnesota, and she's just going to come over to my house. We're going to record it in my basement, and it's going to be about... Um, Kind of like mental health based and wellness based and self care a little bit. And then we're going to do like fun segments of, you know, like Instagram made me buy it and then review things oh boy. and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if it's actually, you know, like worth the money. Oh, you that's know. a good idea. There's this like, you know, there's like a cereal called Magic Spoon that she and I both just get aggressively. Oh, yeah, Magic Spoon is pretty good. It's delicious, but it's $8 a box. Mm-hmm. And so it's well, like... cereal's like 8 bucks a box, isn't well, it? Well, Magic Spoon is keto-friendly. It's oh. keto. So there you go. Oh, yeah. wow. and, and it's so also it's, gluten-free. Yes. And oh. apparently, I've never actually had it, but I've heard that it's really good. And so she and I are like, let's buy these things that we're like targeted ads for. Because she and I are targeted... All, almost all the same things, except for she doesn't have kids, and I have kids, so I get a bunch of kids stuff. But yeah... But yeah, because she and I both have ADHD. We both have dealt with like anxiety and panic attacks and like weird food stuff and stuff like that. You should talk to Mike Gelfand. He's got all the weird food stuff. <laughs> he does a lot of weird. Well, I think there's three things he can eat. That's it. Yeah, no, for real. Not that. Like, oh, so I, he's got like gut issues. Where oh, major. No, yeah, I'm where talking about how like I had. Uh, there was like a couple years where I was like obsessed with eating healthy. Oh. Ortho, whatever the orthorexia. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was never diagnosed with it because I was the one that ortho? was like orthorexia. Yeah. Like orthopedic? Yeah. Well, huh. like orthodox. Ortho, ortho is. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, what is yeah, that? It's ortho. What yeah, I know. Like, the what is Greek? The, yeah. Let's see here. Interesting. Yeah. Educational. Yeah. As always. I used These to know. Are the things it means, that we'll talk about. <laughs> means straight as, a pro, straight as opposed to curved. Oh yeah, I don't know why orthorexia. Well, it's it's a, um, it's a what do you call it? It's a metaphor, I suppose. Rather because. than being crooked, you are not crooked. Yeah, because it's like a it's a, a it's an obsession with healthy eating is what orthorexia mm. is, and like it depends on it varies with everybody. You know, like what does healthy mean? Is keto healthy? Is being vegan healthy? Is mine was like not eating processed foods. Yeah, my sister had uh, had that to some extent. And well, from what I know, she was always, "Are you going to eat that?" Yeah. Oh, How can you eat so... that? <laughs> I remember we were talking about carrots once because Fawn was eating Love so it. many carrots, and she was like, "Oh, I just can't eat so many carrots. There's just so much sugar in them." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's like eating three Snickers bars." <laughs> it's just like what? I'm like, "Oh, cashews. They're just they're just so." Who said that? Yeah. Pam. My sister. Oh, I didn't know so that. There's just Thank so much fat. Much. Well, cashews, cashews have a lot of fat. And I'm like, but it's not like eating. It was healthy. Well, you're fat. not going to yeah. eat. I'm like, you're pounds not going to eat them. eight million. Some pack, people like, would. Well, except for the well, one story about nobody's you. Nobody's ever. Nobody's ever become <laughs> wildly overweight from eating cashews. No. Is what I'm saying. Barely like, it's your it's mother's not... attacking dad day. No, it just was uh, Bill. Um, my niece Shelley's husband, who lives in, she lives in Arizona. They both live in Arizona. He, um, they were up recently because of my sister's demise. Demise. And, demise. Um, okay. And it makes it sound like she like <laughs> fell off a cliff or something. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Don't you evil. Isn't demise just die? 
technically, mm, yeah. yes. Yeah, but, know, but it, demise sounds like violent. Yeah. More really? than just like. Yeah, it sounds like uh, sounds... she was pushed off of a tower by yeah. James Bond. Well, she yeah, wasn't. Or like became. So anyway, he said, he, he's like, Catherine, my first time I ever met Tom. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it was in, in your house at uh, in Dayton, Minnesota. I'm like, yeah. Wait, who is this? Bill. Shelley's husband. Oh, okay. He says, so I meet Tom, and he's got not just, you know, some cashews. He's got a popcorn bowl full yep. of cashews, and he's just eating them. Mm-hmm. What's <laughs> like, your you did like to fill popcorn bowls full of things that weren't popcorn. This is true. For a while. What are you talking about? Cereal. I never did that. <laughs> cereal, cashews. Oh, yeah, your cereal face. Cereal. Oh, the popcorn yeah. bowl full of cereal face Where it was, was like, yeah, mixing bowl with, like, I don't even know, a gallon of milk <laughs> Uh, yeah, and a full box of cereal. <laughs> I did not. Yes, you, you did. Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you did. We remember it well. Mm-hmm. One cup of cashews has 500 calories of just fat. Oh, delicious. So it's, that's it's why they're so fat. delicious. Well, it doesn't, 500 delicious. calories from fat is still, but still a lot. 500 but calories of but fat. I, but what I'm saying is, like, nobody Damn becomes it. obese from eating cashews. Well, I like, thought... Nobody, like... I thought the thing about nuts were, was is that it has... They have a lot of fat in them, but you don't... Actually Actually, absorb it all from nuts. That no, they... that's not true. What? That's what the Italians say. Well, they are wrong. <laughs> well, and there's... I like that. I mean, there's yeah, a there's decent amount of fiber, bad, but that doesn't really and... mean anything. I don't know. I'm I, just, eat, I eat them. I eat them. <laughs> I like them. A ton of cashews, and I have no problem. All I know with, is, yeah. for me, they're self-limiting Wait. because they're so high in fat that I get sick if I eat more than like a tiny yeah. amount. Yeah. So. Oh. There you go. I can just, I just have to have. Cashews. I have to have the non-salted kind. I can't take all the salt. Yeah, I wish there were like a hint of salt kind. You can make your own. Because some, yes, you can. Mm. Put some but salt like, on I don't know, some cashews, it's just like your tongue yeah. burns yeah. because there's so much salt on them. Absolutely. After a while. But yeah. So, so your podcast is uh-huh. coming out when? How many episodes are you doing? Well, we're going to record three episodes, and they're going to be 45 minutes long. We're just going to do it once a week. Um... We're going to record three episodes and then send it out to certain people to just be like, is this trash? What should we do? Should we change something? Like, yeah. That's a good idea. We don't, we don't have a name for it yet. We're going to try to decide that tonight when she comes over. And we're just going to record like an intro of like who we are and why we're doing it. Oh, you should use stop. your first initials and call it Duh. What? Dana and Alex. Oh. Duh. <laughs> I don't like that at all. Oh, I was just, geez, get a sense of humor for Christ's sake. Man. Hey, how about you? I have a, yeah. I have a list no, of names. No, you, Tom. I have a list of names. No, oh, and then we're also going to do, um, like, social media and stuff. Dana's going to be in charge of all that. You're going to do all that stuff? don't have. My, I, my list of names is, and how does that make you feel, is one of them. Oh, that's very therapeutic I right guess. there. Are you mental? Are you mental? <laughs> some yes. people, some people have real problems. You okay? I'm fine, and all worries. So instead of no worries, all worries. Uh, what was the fourth to the last one? You okay? I'm okay. I'm fine. No, the one before. Some that. people have real problems. Yeah, that's a great title. I like that one too. Yeah, that's, that's a favorite. great title. Some people have real favorite. problems is a real good title. That's my favorite one. But the only thing with that is, that's if long. we're on social media, it's long. So well, you could what? just hashtag real problems, maybe. It's, it's not hashtags. It's Spurt. just whatever. Spurt. It would have to be. 
What? No. Some people have real problems. I just Spurps. found Spurps. out that the dinner that I got on Instacart. Speaking of ADHD. I just got a notification. <laughs> so it didn't just come up randomly in my brain. I just got a notification because I was like, oh, this is what we're going to have for dinner. And it's out of stock. Yeah, what are you going to do? Not have dinner, I guess. I don't know. Well, you can always go to Pizza Hut. Shopping's complete. No, Nestor. You just told me this. Nestor. Not ADHD. I mean, like from Nintendo Power? Maybe. I don't know. Nestor's Funky Bowling? He just... Okay. I'm very sad. Anyway. (laughs) God. Well, we'll keep it on. Do you want to put it on a podcast network eventually? No. I don't think so. Oh, you no, don't? Networking. I don't think well, so. Well, let me know if you do, because I'm meeting with every one of them. So. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if we even... It's more... She she works a nine-to-five desk job. Which she would rather not do. Which she'd rather not do. <laughs> um, I feel like I finally have the bandwidth to like do something other than just be with the kids and all right. that. Like, I have the energy to focus on something else. And I'm like, I don't have a creative outlet right now and i'm a very creative person i kind of thought that this would be one of your creative outlets i'm not being creative on this at all i just show up and talk well isn't that being creative ad-libbing no it's not not. it's just having a conversation that's what podcasting is basically isn't it yeah Yeah, but the creative but the thing with your creative content yeah the thing with my podcast is it's like yes i'm like i'm doing all the foundational stuff to decide of what it is and how it's going to be and all that stuff. Oh, this okay. one, I just show up and talk, which is great. I uh, I literally just looked at the news, and I, you know, no, basically, yours is, news the, fast. yours is the only name that uh, that I that I do not see on the, on the front page of most newspapers. Apparently, Donald Trump is being sued by everybody. Yeah. Oh, a desperate bid before midterms. I think that's part of it. And, and again, look, you have to understand something. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. People think I'm very conservative. I'm not very conservative. I'm a lot more conservative than the far, far left. But I'm nowhere near as conservative as the far, far right. But uh, New York Attorney General sues Trump, his kids, and his company. E. Jean Carroll, thanks to new law, I'm suing Donald Trump again. He's being sued by everybody, literally. Um and, well, they're, they're, they're desperate to keep him from running again. No, I so you're going to find all kinds of things going on. Mm-hmm. But see, here's my deal. I don't like Joe Biden. Uh, I would never vote for him. I didn't vote for Donald Trump last time either. And if Donald Trump is guilty of all these things he's being sued for, then he's going to have to pay up. Well, technically, you're not guilty of now, that's a true. civil suit. That's true. You're right. I think but, you're found liable. Well, I think, yeah, you are found liable. But here's the difference. Um, even though I didn't vote for either Trump nor Biden, if they both get sued, which they probably will, if they did it, they should pay up. And if they didn't, they should be left alone. I Just because I happen to lean one way or the other, I don't support people just because of my beliefs. If you did something wrong, you have to pay the price for doing something wrong, right? Yeah. I agree. I mean, it just makes total sense to me that if he did do some of these things he's being sued for, then he should have to pay up for doing it. I agree. Yeah, I don't even think there's an argument there. But, boy, some people now, if it's their guy, oh, he didn't do anything wrong ever. What's ridiculous? Tommy, do you guys read a lot of poetry on the queue? 
You mean like, there once was a man from Nantucket? No, more like T.S. Eliot. April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Dougie, what's wrong? You a little sad? No, other than the weather, nothing's wrong. In fact, in the walls of world, Coon Rapids and Burnsville finish number one and two in the state of Minnesota. J-Lo finally beat Dan Resch. Well, that's pretty cool. Is it okay if I take all the credit? Well, I'd expect nothing less. Actually, we've got great inventory of some great vehicles, and these short-term leases are perfect for people who can't get the brands that they want. You told me about those. You can drive a new Nissan for as little as 18 months, and by then the chips will be aplenty. That's it exactly. We hope by then you'll be a Walzer Nissan convert. For great deals from the Minnesota sales leaders, go to Burnsville or Coon Rapids Nissan. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. My, uh, my, um... News feed is Queen Elizabeth's photographer reveals her cheeky response to asking her to smile. Kim Kardashian wore the Shania Twain approved version oh, of her go-to oh, panta good. boots. Oh, God. So I can't glad. take it anymore. Which I always put. Oh. Don't want to know this story about her. Don't. What are panta? They don't care. But what are panta boots? Anybody? Anybody? I'm guessing they're pants with boots built well, in. Well, Shania Twain yeah, likes be. panta like boots. A child's be. snowsuit. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, it's a pair of pants that are connected to a pair of stilettos. So you yes. put the pants like on one of the trashiest it. things I've ever seen in my so life. Is, so <laughs> like so <laughs> how do you get these on? Yeah, exactly. for real. You put them on like pants. Yeah, you put them on like pants but and you slide your foot into the shoe. Also. Yeah. So it looks very difficult to get on. It's like waiters. Uh, oh. Yeah, that's right. They'd be like waiters. Okay, so they're really uh, they're mm-hmm. they're a thing. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not going to buy any panta boots. You Thank can, God, honey. You can I, be rest assured that I won't be wearing panta boots. Although, when somebody calls next time and you're not home, I'm going to say, "I'm sorry, she's not here. She's buying panta boots." Mm-hmm. Panta. Speaking boots. of buying clothes, I oh, went to, I we went go. for the first oh, time in my life to the Egan Outlet Mall. Yes. Because yeah. I need a dress for Sam Sansevier's wedding. And there was nobody around. They have so a beautiful sad. Ralph Lauren store there. Just yeah, no one, beautiful. No one does anymore. I actually had four things that I wanted to try on, and I couldn't find anybody to open up a fitting room oh, for yep. me, so oh, I God. put them back on the rack and left. Yep. I mean, I couldn't Every even Every time we I go to a clothing store, there's like maybe three other people there. 
I was like, what is, I mean, that is a big store. They have a huge kids section. This is not a low end, you know, Mm -hmm. like everything's thrown on the floor Mm -hmm. and everything's dirty, you know, store. It's it's really a nice store, and there were I don't know I couldn't find anyone. Yeah, somebody stores greeted me when I came in, and that was it. I never saw another human being there. Are all shopping centers way way down? Uh, for, I wonder. Buyers? I don't know. And there was I mean I walked into I walked into a store. Oh, the Banana Republic. Everything there was fifty percent off. I couldn't find anything I wanted to wear. And the Kate Spade store there is beautiful. They got really Ooh. nice stuff there. Um, it's a it's a really nice mall, but there's no one home. It's uh, how do they how there's do no they afford home. how do they afford to keep those places open? They probably don't for long. No, I don't think they'll be open for long. The only one that I ever see with any cars by it would be Ridgedale. Even Southdale, I don't see that much action. Do no, you? Uh, God, I hardly ever go by a mall anymore. But right. I mean, yeah. I. I used to really resist shopping online because I'm hard to fit. Yeah. And it's annoying to buy a bunch of stuff and have to, you know, you have to buy like three different sizes and uh, all different colors, blah, blah, blah. And then have to send it all back. It's just. Yeah, I can't buy clothes online unless I'm just buying like generic T-shirt. Yeah, even that can be. It can be, yes. Oh, that's like the time that I needed to buy a new swimsuit to go to Florida because none of my swimsuits fit me. Yeah. And I spent $300 buying all sorts of different swimsuits and sizes and everything from Target. And I think I bought like 12 swimsuits and I kept one. Yeah, exactly. And they were all like the same size range. Yeah, but it doesn't really matter. And then but you've it got Tom Bernard who just buy a tux off of Amazon and put it on and go mm-hmm. accept his award. Yeah, it, did. it cost me $100. Go. You didn't even get like two tuxes. You didn't even get like in case this one doesn't fit? Nope, I got one and it fit perfectly. <sighs> God, that never happens for me. It's like me trying like... to find freaking joggers. Okay, everybody's wearing joggers. Joggers are everywhere. What the hell is a jogger? This is a jogger. Joggers. It's pants. It's pants, but they're called joggers. Oh, you think okay. you could find a pair of tall joggers? <laughs> it's pants, but they're oh, fit something not. like okay, me. Joggers no. are tapered at the ankle. Yeah, and they're track. They used to be called. Well, no, not track. Because they're, so not they're track reverse pants. parachute no. pants. They're basically sweatpants with the ankle. Uh, with gathered. an elastic. Yeah. But they're not. Oh. They can either be, like stretchy workout fabric. Well, now they're, you know, you can buy a pair of $700 joggers and wear it out, you know, to dinner. But whatever. Um, I just like to go shopping so I can find things. But it's just just so sad to go shopping now. People don't do it anymore. It's just so sad. Like the Ridgedale Mall does pretty, or Ridge, what is it? What's the one? Ridgedale. Ridgedale. That's That's on 394. Yeah, Yeah, that that does pretty well. There's always people everywhere in there. Are there? Yeah. Because it kind of makes me feel a little uneasy to be the only person around, too. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, "Uh, God, yeah, a huge area like that. Yeah. That would be very unsettling. Although there were, you know, there were like some little kids there. What mall were you at? The Egan Egan Outlet Outlet Mall. I did end up buying Hmm. a dress. I think it depends on where you are. Because, yeah, uh, Ridgedale, there's all kids. It's like uh, the 80s and 90s. There's like teenagers everywhere. Saks. No. Saks off Fifth. Saks. I think it's Saks. Yeah. I bought this. Saks Fifth Avenue. It was on sale for like, you know, $30. All all their Carl Lagerfeld stuff is 
it runs long, mm. so I can buy that stuff. Yeah, but they good, didn't have any. For me. But they didn't have any joggers. I don't know. I, I think I'm giving up on the whole jogger thing. But go to yeah. Athleta. <laughs> Athleta doesn't carry a lot of talls. It, really? What what they do in store is gone in one minute because they have like two. They carry two talls. Okay, you order, yeah, you gotta order them. Yeah, then you gotta order them. Because I know but this, then I don't know if they fit. I know again. this gal that's five foot eleven and she swears by Athleta tall joggers. She says they're the greatest things ever. I don't know. I found the Duluth Trading Company is good for longer people. Yes, I bought a couple of pairs of pants there too. The other Andy in the chat, that's his name, huh. uh, says Eden Prairie Mall is a ghost town. Yeah, it is. Eden Prairie one? It is. That's yeah. a ghost town. Yeah. I think it's like mostly just like the bigger destination malls are going to survive. All the rest of them are going to die well, out. Well, sh didn't Shields help uh, help the Eden well, people, Prairie Mall? The whole Except thing with Eden whole... Prairie Mall, though, is with Shields is it's its own entity, kind of. Yeah. You don't have but to it's go open. into the mall. Yeah, but it's open to the mall, so in I know, case but, you're not but looking But no one's going to. They're just going to go to Shields, Shields whatever the hell leave. that is. Like, Dan loves Shields, and Shields. he'll just go into Shields, but he never once goes into Sporting the mall. Sporting That's like me in the Mall of America. I go into Nordstrom's a lot for shoes, and I never go anywhere else yeah, in exactly. the Mall of America. Yeah, I just was in the Eden Prairie Mall not that long ago to get something. Oh, for my eye exam. I go to Lens Crafters for my eye exam. Yeah. And yeah, it was real dead. You just That's were at the Mall of America with the kids, weren't you? Yeah, we, but we were in Nickelodeon Universe. We was there, like were there the people mall. there, though? The Nickelodeon Universe was busy. Oh, good. Well, that's yeah. good. And yeah, and there were people at Mall of America. I feel like Mall of America is It's always, always going to be yeah. yucky. Busy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's real nice, honey. <laughs> yes and yes. Really nice. Yucky. No, I feel like Mall of America is always, always pretty busy. Yeah. I mean, I remember the one time. I went there during COVID when everyone was horrified of everyone. And I, what? The F. He just like Jude being Jude just like snorfed my knee. Very odd lately. I don't know what's up with him. Um, but yeah, and it was that's when it was a ghost town in Mall of America, and I was like, this is creepy. But Mall of America is like huge, massive. It's a city. Tall, tall ceilings and all that kind of stuff. I really don't feel like you're gonna, you know, you're not at risk to catch things at the Mall of America. No, because it's just too open. No. I think the last right? time I was in the Mall of America was when I worked there. Really? Yeah. I well, honestly, now it's I don't like think. a million well, miles that, from your house. That it, yes, yeah, it wouldn't be far. worth going yeah. to. We well, although we used to go in when we lived in Dayton. That has to have been an hour and a half drive. Well, that's back when you like Camp Snoopy. Exactly. We went to yeah, Camp kids, Snoopy all the time. Yeah, my kids yeah, exactly. love Nickelodeon Universe. We got wrist or like these passes on National Night Out. The firefighters that came gave out passes to Nickelodeon Universe and it was like you either got a free ride oh nice um 10 free rides or a day's worth of free rides but you had to go and like mm. check it out and we went with Erin and her family and all of us went together and we got one wristband that it was like the full day all of the kids rides were paid were not paid for free oh nice because of one of the things that the firefighters gave us so they just went on ride after ride after ride it was awesome they're all themed on cartoons they've never seen did yeah you, did you go mm -hmm. on that soren ride what's the no that's what? you have to pay oh isn't that separately Disney for World? that yeah but um, well it's, there's fly it's flyover is what it's called oh, okay. flyover, yeah. and it's like their own it's version flyover america or flyover california or something they like change that. it every so often yeah that flyover. is worth it's going to so that's such a fun ride good. i know we wanted to do it too but the um, Sage and Wiley were too small, oh. and I don't think Fawn would have liked it anyway. 
because you're dangling in the sky, you know? I think she just wouldn't. Yeah. Oh. Know, and I didn't want her to be freaked out. And so we were like, okay, Jeff and Dan, you go. Aaron and I will watch the kids. And then you watch, you guys watch the kids, and then we'll go. But then they went, and they were like, oh, you have to pay more, and it's a whole thing. And we were like, I mean. Oh. What's the flyover thing out of Ridgedale? It's a completely separate entity. Oh, that's, that like, a, that's a, like a sky jumping yeah, sort in, of thing. Yeah, inside skydiving. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Yeah. I sky or I fly? I fly. It's indoor skydiving. It's yeah, like you a big fan. jump onto a giant fan. Yep. Yeah. In, really? a, like, in like a flying squirrel suit. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to do fun. that. I want to do that so bad. Yeah. That'd be fun. You're no in like interest. this big flying squirrel suit and you walk onto the fan and you have to like do this and then it puts you up and then you can do like flips and all this stuff. I'm like, I want to do it so I bad. I'm my the person that would so bash fun. into the side yeah, somehow. Exactly. And yeah. It'd be that so fun. Be you have to wear a helmet and goggles and stuff. Has anyone heard Can't about wait. the Asian mall opening up? Yes, by yes, in Indian Prairie. Yes. In Hot Pot City. I'm like, is I want to eat at Hot Pot City. No, no. I just drove by it it's the other day. still not open, huh? No. Yeah. I'm very excited about Hot Pot City. And it's so, huge. It used it to be huge. a Gander um, Outdoors. Oh, and, you know, it used to be Gander. Yeah. So this is all, they just sell Asian products? Is that what they do? I guess. Like, it's like a Chinatown mall kind of thing. It's gigantic. I'm very sorry that we missed Thai Fest. That was last weekend. Oh, that was last weekend. Yeah. Who doesn't oh. like Thai Fest? That's I, what I want to know. I know. That would have been really fun. There you have it. But, yeah, I don't know when that's opening. Yeah, at the um, Egan here. Mall, they had, like, uh, Eastern Indian dress, uh, like, all the, co- you know, the clothes that they wear. It wouldn't yes. be called costumes because that's just their that's clothes. Their clothes, yeah. Just clothes. Uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised by like that. Like a whole store? I yeah, I didn't know we had a, an, oh. a big Eastern Indian population. I think in Egan there is. Oh, there is. Okay. Yeah. Like Shakopee has a huge Russian population, I found I out didn't recently. know that. They yeah. do? Huge Russian population. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Vaughn has a friend at school who's adopted um, and her mom was adopted from Russia and she lives in Shakopee in like this big Russian community. Oh. Hmm. I had no idea. Interesting. And I still don't understand why they put the O in that word. What? Because the chief's Shakopee? name was Shakopee. Oh. Shakopee? His name was not Shakopee, it was Shakopee. Oh. So I don't know why they put the O in there. I don't know either. For Romanize. I was just going to say something, but I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? i got to read two then stories, don't. headlines to you from the Wall Street Journal. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier. They are cracking down on everybody for everything. I, I just told you Donald Trump's being sued by like four different entities right now. And again, if he's guilty, he should pay the price. If he's not guilty, they should leave him alone. I don't have an opinion about that at all. Um, <clears throat> first headline, you ready? Mm-hmm. So ready. Charter Communications CEO Tom Rutledge to retire after leading cable firm for a decade. So he was at Charter Communications oh, for, yeah, for Charter. a decade. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay? yeah, yeah. He's now retiring. Right next to it, but not in the same story. Right next to it, judge rules Charter Communication must pay $1.15 billion in damages to murder victims' family. What? <laughs> I guess we Wait. know why he's retiring. What? I think I heard about this. I think one of their drivers killed someone. They did. Yeah, they went into the home and murdered a woman. They murdered the woman. why is Charter liable for that? That doesn't make any sense. I guess he was working for Charter at the time and went in to set her up her cable and ended up killing her. Maybe they didn't run a background check. Maybe they weren't. Jesus. It's like that one, like the 
gal that got HPV or whatever from having sex in her car, and then her car insurance was had to pay. <laughs> what? Wow, that's so stupid. Yeah. That's true. Well, and one point two billion dollars. One point one five billion. Yeah, that there is going go. to get thrown out. There's no way that's that's uh, malicious. The judge, is what judge that is. ruled they have to pay it. It's a malicious ruling. <laughs> $1.1 so No one in the history of humanity of has gotten $1.1 billion for something like That's this. a lot of dollars. This guy is just, this judge is mad at Charter because their speeds are too low. I, don't, I didn't even know Charter <laughs> so Communications it. had that kind of money anymore. I yeah. mean, right? Oh, by the way, the jury, the, the jury awarded $7 billion and the judge cut it back to $1.15. Yeah, it's gonna get well. Then there maybe there was some sort of egregious problem with Charter. So maybe Andy, they you know knew the something about this guy. I don't know. That's I mean that's literally the story. One of their repairmen killed an old lady, and now they're giving her billions and billions of dollars. Apparently, but why? Her, her yeah, but why would they give family. them such punitive damages? There There's literally there's... no. That's what I'm saying. It's malicious. There is no reason. So was he? What he did? Did he attack her and kill her on purpose, or was it an accident? Well, well yeah, have been he an accident. did. Why did he accidentally kill, her? kill somebody? I murdered her. Dropped a TV on him. What? Charter Communications dropped a TV on him. She was laying on the floor, and I, <laughs> and I just happened to walk by with the TV, and it slipped. What are you going to do? Yeah, basically, it, they say that it's Charter's fault that they didn't verify that he was a bad man. Well, then, then we should be able to sue all the judges that are putting yeah, the bad exactly. men back this out is, of the streets, doing very, very bad people precedent. left and right. It's yeah. going to get thrown out. Went from seven billion to one point one five billion. You'll think the whole thing will end up getting thrown out. Well, I mean, so their argument is that the guy was guilty of forgery. Um, is he like faked, or, or something like that? So basically, what they're whatever. saying is. If you hire a former felon, then we're going to sue you for a billion dollars eventually. Well, you so know what? they're going. They're saying don't hire anyone with a checkered history. So I mean, but what about like the city of Minneapolis that won't let you run a criminal background check anymore? Is yeah, it, there, as yeah, a condition there of is renting, that. and there so you, you don't do it, and then somebody who just is freshly out of jail three seconds ago because you know they murdered ten people, and the judge thinks that they should get out because they're just fine, upstanding human beings, they murder somebody that lives in the apartment complex. Well, it's anything to protect the criminal. Because yeah, criminality right. keeps people scared, and scared people vote for more, Daddy, please save me. But I know, I, yeah, I know, right the, I know the that. reasoning behind it, but I'm just saying what happens. I, this kind of ruling might end up changing all of these people being able to get out. Because if people are yeah. starting to be liable for not paying attention to right. criminality, that's a good point. well, but it's also illegal to not hire them because of <laughs> yeah, civil that's rights the problem. laws. That the civil rights law, because of, well, he served his time, he deserves a job. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how you can exactly. win any of these things. You can't. That's why I think it's going to get thrown out. Because yeah. if it doesn't, it's basically saying that no company can make a correct decision. How about this headline? You ready for this? Is a Minnesota story. Shock of the century. Feeding our future. You know about feeding our future? Yes, yep. we've talked about it. I remember that. I'm still mad about it. Feeding our future founder among 48 people charged in a quarter billion dollar federal food. In other words, well, taxpayer it's, money. It's closer mm-hmm. to a half a billion. It is closer to half a billion. You're yeah. right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's a fraud scheme. Prosecutors say co-conspirators falsely claimed to serve 125 million meals around the state, but instead pocketed federal money for lavish personal expenses like automobiles. Rolls Royces. Rolls Royces, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, like gambling second homes, junkets. gambling oh, yeah. junkets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Million dollar homes. Yep. The director of Feeding Our Future nonprofit. Uh, 40 and 47 other people were charged yesterday in what federal prosecutors say was a massive scheme to defraud the government of more than a quarter of a billion dollars meant to feed needy children. They didn't feed children. Nope. Okay, great. In a news conference, U.S. Attorney Andrew Luger described the scheme as the largest pandemic fraud in the country and said the charges amount to one of the largest federal fraud cases ever brought in Minnesota. A question I do have. You're handing somebody a quarter to a half a billion dollars and there's nobody watching over that yeah, money? Yeah, that's nope. the thing, isn't it? What the it hell seems, is well, that? It seems like a cover, like a front. It yeah, I almost, I almost wonder. Well, what's interesting about it is um, somebody, somebody, there was a whistleblower and oh, okay. they, they stopped, they stopped giving them money for a little while. Then, I remember that. Then Feeding Our Future people sued the state <laughs> and they won. Mm-hmm. Because they were like, they're not doing anything with this money. Nobody's being fed. They yeah. sued the state, and the state gave, said, no, you got to give them the money. Yep. Based on what? Uh, probably politics. Probably, it's got yeah. to stop with this po- the politic and money thing. It's got to stop. Uh, this George Soros guy, he's spending even more money to taint the United States a political is. scene. And I guess his son is even worse than he he's is. He's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So and why we ever let that happen, I don't understand. Because this is a half a billion dollars of taxpayer money. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And it's supposed to go for hungry children, Yeah, no, which is really, racist. really inexcusable. It's just yeah. disgusting. It makes me sick. Can you imagine yeah. how much money, how much good that could have done to help kids learn how to read mm-hmm. or catch up on math or some sort of pandemic uh, support for these kids that aren't learning or or even logging in mm-hmm. you know it would have gone a long way but yeah. no no i guess the reason why they got anybody is there's two people that were trying to flee the country, the country yeah. even well, they though they were house, indicted one bought a house in turkey and another one bought a house kenya or something kenya. yeah that's exactly mm-hmm. so they made right. it a federal crime yep they made it a federal that's crime. really good I job think, guys i think that's the only reason why this even fell down was because of that here's what i don't understand if you're smart and you feed the children, and if you're going to be a criminal, you pocket, let's say, $25 million, not $250 million, they would have never noticed. Oh, they could have been running the scam forever. Skimming, forever. They could have skimmed, yeah. Yeah. Well, $25 that's what they were million dollars at the... a time wasn't enough for them. They had to take it all. Yeah. Well, that's what was happening with the God. daycare situation. Uh-huh. No kids were <laughs> getting scholarships. That's what happened with that whole weird transportation of the sick and elderly there's been so many scams in minnesota and it's just like yes. one Latina. of the most corrupt states it's, we're so corrupt oh, we are, and our politics in the state are as corrupt as any mm-hmm. i've ever seen anywhere yep i i just don't understand why people in the state won't wake up and realize how crooked these people really are and we are back with stretches picks you know tom uh, there's a lot of analysis that goes into these picks yeah and uh, I highly recommend betting, of course. I always recommend betting. Yeah, absolutely. So who's winning this thing? The kitties, the pack, the bears, or the purple? None of the above. Those are all the teams in the division. I know that. Well, who's your pick? I'm going with Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. What? It's not a football team. I know, but it's a hell of an HVAC company. 
They do the most thorough system tune-up in the industry. Sabre is one of the largest Bryant dealers in the state, which means you save. Yep, I'm going with Sabre, Sabre and Bryant, doing whatever it takes to keep you comfortable. It's also the smartest time to call and schedule your furnace tune-up with Sabre. Get the most thorough tune-up in the industry from the people who keep my home comfortable. Oh, uh, one more thing, Tom. What's that? Visit SabreHeating.com. Tom here for Shift Real Estate. I met the folks from Shift Real Estate last year on our way to Key West and loved their story. Shift Real Estate saves home sellers thousands of dollars on real estate fees because they list for a flat fee of $5,000, and that includes photos, MLS listing, online marketing, and the assistance of a full-time realtor. Tell Shift about your home, and they will tell you how you can save $10,000 or more. Shift Real Estate, the common-sense way to sell your home. Visit Shift2Sell.com because life is expensive enough. All right, Tire Carver, you've been waiting patiently. Oh, Tire Carver. Long enough. <laughs> All the answers. I come in after such lovely stories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who have you stolen from recently, um, Tire? Anybody possible. No. <laughs> oh. yeah, there um, you go. Now you guys were talking about iFly. We did that down in Orlando with the family oh, you yeah. did? Uh, a couple times ago when we were down there. Wow. And it is an absolute blast. Oh, see? It, is. it looks so much fun. Is the entire you... chamber, like, surrounded in nets and cushions sure, or what? I'm sure it is. No, it's all steel. No, the, the bottom Spikes. is like you're standing on an old bed uh, spring, you know, the bed frame itself where they had the springs on the side. Oh, sure. It's kind of like a trampoline, but instead of having the mat you bounce on, it's little wires about one inch apart so the air can come through, hmm. but it's spring-loaded. Everything's on spring, so if you do go to the floor, it's not oh, going to hurt. okay. But oh, when, you, when you go in, you stand at the doorway, and they know how much you weigh because that you tell them because that's how much pressure they need to turn the fans up to mm. yeah they need to know the exact not a good idea amount to lie about that. no <laughs> not a good idea no because if you lie you're either going to the ceiling or you're just going to drop to the floor mm-hmm. so it, i think i'd rather drop to the floor yeah. <laughs> probably yeah. well, i spent about the first 30 seconds hovering about six inches off the floor and they finally kept turning the fan up until it had me about five feet in the air Oh, oh, so that's how how high do you normally? I mean, is that like what what you can expect? Five it, feet? It depends on how much surface area you put out. Yeah. So yeah if you keep your arms kind of close to you, you'll hover. Mm-hmm. If you put everything in close to you, you'll drop to the floor. And if you spread everything out, you can go up. Well, how high can so it's you all go? Depending on how you react. Okay. Yeah. How high can you go? Do you think? Uh, the one in Orlando, well, that one's now closed and they built a new one, but the ceiling was probably 25, 30 feet. Wow. Pretty high. The wall, the walls for eight feet are all glass, so everybody can watch you completely make a fool of yourself. And, uh, if you do do it, close your mouth, because if you don't, you got chipmunk cheeks. Yep. Well, that's what I was wondering is like, is this like so much? Yeah. Yeah. Can you breathe? Do they give you an aviator mask? Your nose is running. You can't really get a tissue. What are you doing? Um, no, you can breathe. It's just, you just, like I said, when we, when we did it, you know, Dwayne was probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years old. And he kept his mouth open, so there's some lovely pictures of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> lovely. Yeah, it's it's it is a lot of fun. 
See? You feel it in your shoulders and your hips and your knees for about a week. Oh, do you really? You get pulled use... in a direction you're not used to. Oh, yeah, use muscles that you yeah. can't even normally use in uh, normal situations, probably. Makes sense. Well, I suppose yeah, so you're supposed it's... to relax, maybe, <sighs> which would be hard to do. Just that would be difficult. Well, not too much. Yeah, because then you'll just drop. Then you just fall. Yeah. You... Fall. yeah. Well, I mean, relax your muscles as you're flying around. Whee! Yeah, yeah you can't relax that. too much because then everything goes straight up and you probably dislocate stuff. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, because, yeah, it's well, forcing you upward, so if you relax your arm too much, it's going to go like go. this. Yep. Yeah. Right. yeah. Your, well. your arms are going to end up uh, behind trying. you. I'm trying to figure it out right now. I don't really have any need to hover around in the air. <laughs> no? I, I can Jude see where it would be fun. No. <laughs> Jude would love it. Yeah, if you, you put would. leaves in there. Yeah. 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 Put some leaves in there. Oh just throw God. some leaves in that room. Put them in a little dog a squirrel dog. suit. <laughs> you can so, fly around eating leaves. Tyra, do you know anybody who's used the iFly out there at Ridgedale? No. Stop it. I have not. But it's basically, from what I've heard and talked to everybody, they're pretty much all identical. Yeah. Oh, they are. Okay. So there's so, some that Alex should give a yeah. whirl. I've been dying to. You've been dying. Seriously, yeah, that's done. one of those it things that for is, such a long it time. It is a lot of fun. Well, maybe we should yeah. get a family deal. Our family and your family go to iFly. I'll take the photos. <laughs> Dan would oh. absolutely Observation. do it. Dan would absolutely do it. My kids would do it when they're, they have to be older, I'm sure, but I'm sure they'd do it. Andy, are you a huge fan of heights. You can only go five feet. You're not high. Five I, feet's not that I don't like being three rungs up on a ladder, so... <laughs> well, maybe go one foot. Well, there you go. Yeah, so I'll just do the. Uh, You'll just lean in a just little. Just the little hover. Walking on air kind of thing going. Tiny hover. Unbelievable. Tire, thank you, sir. No problem. Have a good one, guys. You too. Thanks a lot. Tiger Carver, I fly. So, Alex, you're going to do it. I would love to. I always forget about it because I never. You should record it. I think you should reach out to I fly for a sponsorship (laughs) for your podcast. There you go. I fly. You can record the podcast in the chamber and no one will be able to hear you. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, Jude's got some sort of Velcro situation back there. See, this is Somebody's the kind of lunch the kind here. Of, the two women having lunch here, Andy. What are you? What are you going to eat? That's the kind of thing that I want to do on my podcast. Is like do, do weird. That's a good idea. Weird stuff that people are like, "What's that like?" You know. It's a really good idea. And that was like on the social media thing. We we're like, yeah, on our Instagram, we can like do go to weird places and do weird things and. Let people know if it's any fun or not. Yeah, that's a good idea. Well, yeah. It sounds like it's a ball. It does sound like it's a ball. I know. I, I forget about it because it's not near me. What do you? But then doing? when I go I watch around Ridgedale, to to stand. Oh, you get the stand, oh, the one-hour stand deal. You gotta move. <laughs> okay, let me read this. Why deer crossing signs have disappeared from Minnesota highways? Do you know why? Because I do not. No. Because there's no point. Because yeah, there's so because many deer, deer cross that... wherever they want. That's why. Uh, MnDOT deemed the signs ineffective because drivers didn't heed warnings to slow down and look for deer. So it's oh. because of the drivers they're taking them out. Well, but that's the thing. That's like stupid. That's really much worse. Some people would actually heed the warning. Like when I drive up to my brother's cabin, he's if he's in the car with me, he says, "Watch out over there. There's usually a herd. Oh, yeah. Turn mm-hmm. the corner. Mm-hmm. There's a herd. And really? usually over here, there's a herd. And 
there's a herd. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows exactly where they That's are. That's how it is with Dan's aunt and uncle, too. They're always like, there's always deer over here. Yeah. They're always over here. Yeah, yeah but installing know. a sign, I mean, you got the five years of bureaucracy and then yeah. another yeah. 15 yeah. years That's to why, decide which why, color the sign should be. That's why just leave the signs alone and don't. I'm take saying, them but down. by the time you install the sign, the deer have all died. Well, <laughs> so, it's no all point. Been, all you do crushed. remember the woman we had called into the show about 20 years ago. I don't. No. Because the deer crossing was 13. The deer crossing signs uh, were put up everywhere. And she actually called in and said, Tom, could you guys help me out with something? I said, sure, what's going on? She goes, and she was sincere. She was not, I thought it was a bit at first, but it was not. She said, I need your help with something. How do the deer know where to cross? She thought the, the signs were for the deer, not for the see the drivers. yellow square, and that's where you go. <laughs> what's, what's interesting it's like a ball is, is up cape. in Canada, because there. they've got massive migrations of gigantic herds of elk and such. Oh, the they bridges? Have, yeah, they have these like mm-hmm. things that kind of funnel them under the roads and all that kind of oh, yeah. stuff. So that, yeah, they have like land bridges. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is really grass. smart. Yeah. It's really smart. a smart yeah. thing to do. Yeah. Oh, God, can you imagine hitting an elk? Oh, my God. It would probably create a nuclear blast. Clearly, oh is very hungry. Jude, what's wrong? Dude, we he's saw, always very hungry. We saw that moose up in the ditch up in Canada. Moose Remember that a couple of years ago? Yes. Yeah. Holy God! I, I looked over and what the hell is that? It looked like there was a building in the ditch. Well, they must weigh a thousand pounds. I they can't got even imagine. Yeah, because deer can Let's completely total a bull moose. A bull so moose is oh my God, I can't so huge. That thing literally looked like it wouldn't fit in this well, room. Well, we saw those ones out in Wyoming. It yeah. Was a, right, that exactly. bull moose. My yep. God, it looked. Thick and gigantic. I going to say judgmental. <laughs> judgmental. <laughs> judgmental. Yeah, male moose weighs about 1,200 pounds. Yeah. Yeah, like a horse. It's, not, it's, it's like hitting a horse. Dude, it was a full-size horse. Yeah, moose can God. eat 71 pounds of food per day. Oh, my God. Me too. Don't well, keep one as a pet. What was interesting is that in Wyoming, anyway, I saw one. He was. It was in the water, and it dove under the water. I guess they're great swimmers. They like some sort of root of some sort of vegetation in ponds. That's huh. why they like watery areas. And they dive down and they feed off of these roots. Huh. Yeah. They're well, pretty. They're, they're cool animals. They're, I remember cool. we were someplace, I won't mention where, and there was a hunting channel on the TV, Ugh. and they were hunting moose. Ugh. Which, why? Why do you hunt moose? A lot of meat. Is it good? Hundreds and hundreds of pounds of meat. But is it good? Depends on who you ask, is I it, suppose. Are there so many moose that they need sure. to be thin? Gamey. Well, you don't need to kill many moose. I mean, you kill one moose, you're going to feed a family for probably months. No, I just don't think there's that many moose. Yeah, so like population control. Like <laughs> deer, it's like you can just go wild. There are so 1.5 million of them. So, decent the amount of moose. United States. Uh, in general, but they only live in a very small area. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, there's do. just a tiny bit. Yeah, so no, there's Wyoming. actually plenty of moose. Oh. Well, why are they so hard to like find, In Minnesota, then? there's not very many. They're not... No. As They're not like deer, where they're just dumb and wander around all over the place. Mm-hmm. They kind of stick to themselves. Uh, I remember when we were out in Wyoming, um, there was a bike path. And there were all kinds of signs about right. moose and don't and you know don't don't go near one. Yeah, that you know you don't know if they're if it's rutting season, mm. if it's calving season, whatever. You just don't want to be near a moose. Right. It's like go no, go do the not. other way. Do don't not. try to pass a moose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, unless you have a rocket launcher, you're not going to stop a charging moose. No, yeah. no. They're 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 cool animals, though. They really are. They I are like cool. them. I know there's one at the Minnesota Zoo. One? One. Well, oh. actually, I think there's two, but they had them separated last time. Oh. I, I think, mm. I don't know. I think they're generally pretty solitary. They are, yeah. Yeah. They yeah. live by themselves. Yeah. And any time, but any time it's like up close to the gate, usually it's like far off. But last time I was there, it was close to the gate. And I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. They're kind of mad. Oh, they're a very interesting animal to you know, me. They're really weird. Yeah. And they have a bunch of caribou too. Yeah. Which they're cool. They're at the antlers Their are antlers just are crazy huge, yeah. on caribou they just they never fall off they just i mean unless they like have an accident where they get oh they don't shed them they don't shed them, them. Oh. they just get bigger and bigger and bigger and mm-hmm. bigger oh. and then eventually what happens is they get caught in a tree and a wolf eats them really yep really that's what happens i mean you, well, you can't run through the forest if you have six foot antlers coming out of your like, head the, well, you that's look true up, look up yeah. the weight of well, like planes, how heavy caribou antlers, antlers can get it is unbelievable. I'm like, how do you pick up your tiny head with these antlers? <laughs> I mean, it's nuts. In 120 days, they grow a set that weighs 35 pounds. Wow. 10% then, of their body weight. Well, that's why, then, that's why the males have such heavy, thick necks. Probably. 35 pounds it. on your head? That's a lot. But that's not even, like, big ones. That's a caribou bulls only weigh about 300 pounds. Really? Yeah, they're, they're not, not that big. They're not very oh, big. I didn't know that. So if they have a 50-pound rack on like, top of that, this. that's a great Yeah, it's like 10, 20% of their body oh weight. Oh, my God. That's just, they just keep getting looks bigger looks like a tree that's been felled. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. There you have 170-point buck. Whoa. Yeah. That's sizable. It's <laughs> nuts. All right. Got to read this story. We only got a couple of minutes left, so I want to get to this because I want to get you guys' opinion on this. All it's right? your guys's? Your guys's. You're from Minnesota. It's your guys's. <laughs> your guys's. Yeah, exactly. Panel, most adults, most adults in America should get screened for anxiety. Apparently, this beating on each other is driving people over the deep end. I've been saying this for years. I know. We have right. to start being nicer to each other. Recommendation for all adults under 65 comes after pandemic toll on Americans' health. It's not just the pandemic. It's the constant scummy politician money thing. Sure is. They're just making money off our misery is what they're doing. In April, the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force recommended health screenings for kids and teens ages 8 to 18. Now the independent panel of experts is making that same call for all adults under the age of 65. So they want everybody under 65 to be tested. Well, for... I'm skeptical because... Yeah. This yeah, kind of story seems... makes me think that it's like, okay, everybody's got to be on anti-anxiety yeah, exactly. medication. They're making money from well, it. That's, yes. like, yeah. so that's sad. The, health, Jesus. The, the mental health screening that you take every year at your physical it's like yeah. a printout and you fill a thing it's like brought to you by pfizer yep oh i know no, oh yeah you're absolutely like, right yep. what? Yeah. i just draw a bunch of pentagrams and backwards messages on it yes. there you go <laughs> the guidance draft released tuesday notes that based on data from 2001 to 2002 the life prevalence of anxiety disorders which include generalized anxiety disorder panic disorder social anxiety disorder phobias of the selective Mutism, separation anxiety disorder, and anxiety otherwise not specified, was already 26.4 for men and 40.4 for women. Almost twice as much in anxiety uh, in women as men. It's because they it, spend more time on Twitter. Does it Probably. does it surprise you that um, right after a pandemic that 
big pharma would seize an opportunity mm, to go, oh, you know what? People are going to be anxious. I mean, I don't doubt that everyone is anxious, but the treatment is going to be SSRIs, and that's not yeah. the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah like right. there should be more, instead of screening everybody constantly, there should be things that we do to yeah. make, to prevent people from getting to anxious like and meditation exercise i think the mm. average person should mm. not be allowed on social media for more than maybe half hour a day i agree well, there's no I way you right. can monitor no, that there really isn't unfortunately but that's what's causing it people are going on yep. social media well and just you know it's certain ways that schools are doing things yeah and, yes you know the schools aren't helping telling everyone that the White supremacists are coming to get them. And yeah, they lack of that. physical activity in a lot of schools. I mean, I, art. Art has been art cut. Art has been cut. Yeah. A lot of um, Do they even do the presidential fitness test or whatever anymore? I don't cut. Yes, yeah, so. they do. They well, do? I thought they stopped oh, that. That's surprising. Sure they do. Oh. do they do the fitness grand I don't know if they test? Do. I don't know if they do it in every school, but I crushed that thing. Was so good at the presidential fitness test. Oh, here we go. I was go. surprisingly was awesome. good at it, considering I've never been an athletic person. Yeah, and I was athletic, so I just like. Oh, oh gosh. Jude, what was that? What was Jude that came noise? up to lick my face, and he missed. Jude, black, black. What did he? What did he? He get licked the, the microphone? microphone. No, he didn't it even was get just anything. He's smacking his air. lips. Oh, he's smacking his he lips. Jude is very hungry. He's yeah, clearly. To, he, he tried to breakfast. eat my oatmeal. Which okay, I have a product to tell you about because this stuff is delicious. Okay. I got oatmeal? it at Costco. Okay. It's Health Warrior oatmeal. Health warrior, mm. and it is not extremely sweet. Thank God, it's not like goopy, you know, or it's just oats and sugar and cinnamon. Yep. A lot yeah. of the time, this is like slices of dried apple and pumpkin seeds and walnuts and chia oh, seeds and food. flax seeds, mm. and I think there might be protein powder in it. I'm not sure, but delicious. Mm. Oh. I'm not generally an oatmeal person. Like mm -hmm. I'll eat it and then half a bowl in, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, yeah. This I'm stuff though like is that. so good. Health warrior. Oatmeal, because my kids really like oatmeal, so we got it for them. But now I just keep eating it because it's delicious. So if you ever see it, you should. Andy's buy it. malt oatmeal years. No, oh, I love. Oh. I still love malt oatmeal. <laughs> I loved malt oatmeal. I had it. Mom, a couple, make it with lumps in it. Yeah, I had it a couple <laughs> years ago, and it just tastes like iron. Now. Yeah, it does. Like, it really does. I know. Fortified. I bought some. Mm -hmm. I don't know a few years ago because I used to love it too, and I was just like, why? Ugh. Chocolate yeah, pennies. Iron. Tasty. Yeah. Chocolate pennies. It does. Yeah. And what was the other one? Malt oatmeal. Um, cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. Cream of wheat is there. Yeah. Well, you got if you put butter and sugar on it, it's pretty oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> cream of wheat is what you feed old people who have no teeth anymore. Or babies. All right. It's a good point to wrap up the show with that comment right there, ladies and gentlemen. That's for old people and babies. You know? Well, it is. All right. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.